He's kind of like the Joe Rogan of the hospitality industry right now. There's going to be a lot of property managers that don't like me because I'm shining a light on their 3.2 stars, you know, and all their negative reviews. But you know what? Like, that's not my fault. That's their fault. <laughs> and this information is out there. We're just kind of showing it, pushing it into one place. And I think in the end, this elevates the entire industry. And I think it not only does it elevate the entire industry, but it levels the playing field. All right, Nathan, another minute with minute. And my question is, not only am I a remote manager, but I'm not the most tech savvy. How easy is it to install a minute sensor into my property? Good question, Will. We've made the software in such a way that we hope it's really easy for almost anyone to install. If you've installed any sort of other electronic device in the past, like a Google Home or Alexa or something, then you should have no problem installing minute. From the physical installation standpoint, there's a magnetic plate with a 3M adhesive on the back. So it's literally as easy as peel and stick in most cases. You can affix it with a screw if you need to. Most of our users don't. And then as far as installing the actual device within our system, it should take you just a few minutes. And it's essentially just connecting it to Wi-Fi, giving it a name and a few other details, and you're good to go. I love it. Super simple and to the point as we like it. All right, Brooke, we are back on the podcast. This is like, what, your third or fourth? No, fourth or fifth time? I tell you what, this reminded me of like, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen SNL when they, uh, Tom Hanks has like the five-timers jacket. Like, I feel like I need a five-timers jacket. There's a, there's a small club that <laughs> is deserving of that jacket, and you're one of them, yes. one of those members. So I'm expecting it at Darm or maybe at VRMA uh, next year, I'm sure. Fully expecting the uh, Slick Talk five-timers jacket. By next, you know, VRMA next year, you'll probably be like the 10th time jacket. So we, we should should start increasing these uh, membership levels. But I'm excited because during VRMA, if we're going to talk about conferences and, you know, all the exciting buzz that happens at these things, you, my friend, you've been busy. You've been busy behind the scenes. I got to get a little sneak peek at the TravelNet Users Conference first before VRMA about Comparant. And so you got to launch this publicly and to the, to the industry at the, the world you know, premiere, the Super Bowl of conferences for short-term rentals and, and vacation rentals. So talk to, to me, the listeners, about what Comparant is, and then we're going to go backwards. We're going to go, why? What inspired okay. the creation? Yeah, well, first off, thanks for, for having me on again. It's uh, always great chatting with you. But yeah, so at uh, VRMA, we launched a new company, a new sister company called Comparant. And the idea behind Comparant is if you're a vacation rental homeowner, there isn't any website out there. There isn't any one place that you can go to shop and compare for professional management. And if you think about it, in every other industry, this kind of a, a product, this kind of a website exists, but it's never existed in the short-term rental space for some reason. And I've had this idea for, gosh, it seems like almost a decade now. And you know, we actually started to build it around uh, during the COVID time, and then we kind of paused, and then we kind of uh, came back uh, strong now. But uh, also, if you're a vacation rental manager, there isn't any place out there that allows you like a channel to get more homeowner leads. And we feel that Comparant is the marketplace that connects vacation rental homeowners and vacation rental managers. I love it. And you know, the, the one of my favorite parts about the podcast is that I get to hear these conversations like you're talking about during the COVID times or however many years ago, and then finally see it come to life. So outside of, you know, having this idea and understanding this was a need, 
why do you feel like now is the best time to launch instead of during COVID or, you know, even sooner? Well, I mean, a lot of things. I mean, first we had to have the technology right, but really it, it's because it comes, it really is a data play. Um, what we have is we've compiled in one place. This has never been done before, Will. We have over 5,000 professional vacation rental managers. We have their contact information. We have their URLs. We have their logos. We have their metrics. We have their Airbnb reviews, their Verbo reviews, their Google My Business reviews. We have all this data in one place. And that is really, you know, with a, when you have a matchmaking site, if you think about it, it's a chicken and egg. You have to mm -hmm. have one side of it, you know, or the other. It's a marketplace. And when you, we didn't have, like, we can't have homeowners go to a website that doesn't have any content. We can't drive that traffic. But we have that content from the management side. So again, over 5,000 professional vacation home managers, their Airbnb reviews, their Verbo reviews, their Airbnb metrics, their Verbo metrics. We have all this thing. So at least if a homeowner goes to this website, there's some content there out of the gates. Now, that isn't enough. We want to obviously get this information verified from the, the professional vacation manager. So that's what we're doing right now. We're in this first launch phase. It's all about getting these listings verified and filling you that information. And I will have you, I just want to make a side note. This is 100% for free. So for vacation mm -hmm. managers and vacation homeowners, this is 100% for free. As a vacation rental manager, you can go in, you can claim your listing, you can fill in your information, you can fill in your, uh, we don't have reviews there, we can fill in those reviews, you can start gathering homeowner reviews, you can fill in the Airbnb metrics and all those things, again, 100% for free. Now, eventually, obviously, I'm a, I'm a capitalist, I want to make money, uh, we will have this, but we will always have a free version where you can claim your listing, we'll always have a free version where you can gather homeowner reviews, we'll probably just have like more bells and whistles and tools to make it easy to kind of like uh, nurture those leads and also maybe some premium listing spots and things like that. But again, it'll always be, uh, have a free, free platform for you. The premium. I like it. I love the premium options. You know, it's, it's so incredible because not only do I get to work with you guys on the Venturi side but with the podcast and within the industry at conferences, getting to do the, you know, on the street interviews and stuff, but I'm realizing more of the more and more companies are not just a product or a service there's data right and you just said this like right this is a big data play and what you guys have been building with Ventory is so complementary to now you know comparant the sister company so i, I guess maybe you want to take a dive in to the data side what what is the how how does this work in the sense of like you said verification and there's obviously going to be some some things that you guys are going to have to to check in on but you have all this data you're now using it for the better of the industry in order to really push that homeowner acquisition side. And then, of course, the homeowner now gets to really feel like they know and trust the operator that they're potentially going to get the keys to. Right. Like that's that's always been kind of, I think, a part of our owner acquisition process is like, hey, you can trust us. We're not just a bunch of dorks trying to figure this Airbnb thing out. Like there's there's real operations behind the scenes. So I, I don't know. Maybe share more on the data side. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first off, I mean. Let me take kind of one slight step back and it will kind of connect the dots here. For us to kind of get this to work, what we realized with working with Inventory, you know, we've helped over 700 companies well with their inventory acquisition strategies. And it's, it's a lot of work. I mean, it's hand-to-hand -hand combat. If you think about it, that's 700 email campaigns, 700 direct mail campaigns, like all this work for you know, the individual you know, property manager's basis to go after all these individual homeowners. And then we're replicating that so that took a, we realized that 
this took a lot of time. This took a lot of effort. And it was, it was great because it worked, but it was inefficient. And when we looked at this, we're like, wait a sec. We have, I mean, we have over 10 million absentee records in our database. We have the largest database of, of vacation rental homeowners on the planet. And, you know, we have all these property managers and, you know, we've been doing all this marketing for them and we say, there's got to be a more efficient way to do this. So again, um, with a marketplace, you know, if we could, if we could just market directly to these homeowners, draw, give them the tools that they need to make a decision and provide resources and give them, you know, other, you know, just whether it be through interactive content, whether it be through blogs, whether it be through resources, drive that traffic to this website, you know, through their emails, through digital marketing, through even direct mail, all these different sources, it's a much more efficient process. So again, it's just, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's a marketplace. Again, you've got the homeowner data on one side and you've got the professional vacation manager on the other side. And all you're trying to do is create a, a marketplace website that makes it really easy uh, for them to shop and compare and give them the data that they need to do this. So again, that data compiles of a couple of different you know, things. So the first is we have, you know, it all starts with reviews. So we have Google My Business reviews. We have their Airbnb reviews. We have their Verbo reviews. So it all starts there, but it goes one step further. If we've actually been able to identify their listing on Airbnb and Verbo, we pull in that information. So we have how many properties they have, properties by type, properties by bed count. We have their average daily rate. We have their occupancy. We have you know all these key metrics um, that you know would be very beneficial for the homeowner uh, to kind of the shop and compare. And again, I don't think anybody's compiled this this amount of data in one place. Um, you know for um, that I know of for sure. I was going to say, I don't think anybody in the industry is even really targeting the ind individual homeowners. They're all targeting the hosts or the property managers. There's no homeowner service or company. And if there is, they're definitely not making it known because I've never heard of them. And I'm sure none of us, anyone listening probably has heard of it. Like I, yeah, I can't think of one. So well, I didn't heard, I've heard it either, either, but I, we, I tell you what, we do get lots of companies that come to us. And they say, hey, Brooke, you know, what you're doing on the individual basis for these property managers, we want to go after these same homeowners. You know, we want to be able to target them. Will you do, you know, what you do for these property managers for us? And the the we have done it on a couple of different companies, but what we found, it's like, you know what, you know, riches and niches, and you know, I have to talk about that every time, you know, just stay to your core and don't chase a bunch of shiny objects. And uh, so we've really kind of stuck to the, the core of just solving the ultimate problem of helping professional vacation managers grow their inventory, not not go after the kind of the vendor ecosystem. Yeah, well, it's again, it's a lesson that I repeat on many episodes, right? The riches and niches. I always mention Brooke teaching me this lesson in private and in public. But at the end of the day, I think this is, you know, it leads open to so many doors. And as you're creating a marketplace, I'm very curious, uh, you know, shout out to Terry White. I know he and I are the first ones. I'll give us a, a tied position for the first <laughs> ones to, to play with Comparant. But I can see this, you know, as a visionary, I know you are too. I could see this really leading into, you know, something bigger, right? Where the two platforms maybe merge or whatever type of, I'm not a technical founder. So the technology <laughs> behind it, don't ask me how, but I can see like there's a, there's got to be a bigger play. And so when you're verifying these listings with property managers, where do you see this really leading once you get through these new feature updates and maybe like a premium version versus a free version? 
you know, kind of share maybe some uh, insight on your roadmap that you have ideally uh, mapped down your head. Yeah. So obviously at the core of it, it's really just connecting the two parties. Um, but I think there's some really creative things that we can do. You, know, you can upload, you know, explainer videos, you can uh, upload additional documents and like maybe like little slide decks and bend little slide decks in there to kind of highlight your, your services. But you're, you're a lot younger than me, but uh, I don't know if you remember these days, but back in the olden days of short-term rentals, like you, nobody, very few people took online reservations. Like literally you had to answer the phone and you had to book a reservation. And I remember when we first switched to our first uh, software that allowed online reservations, it was live res back in like 2008, I think maybe 2009. And I remember waking up in the morning and I looked on my, my actually it wasn't even my laptop. I think I drove into the office and I logged in my system, my big old uh, computer stack that I had. I remember we had like three online reservations overnight and it was the greatest feeling ever because I didn't have to speak to anybody. I didn't have to talk to anybody. I didn't have to pay a reservationist. Like just the money just came in. And that was just this like eye-opening experience. I'm like, oh my gosh, we're in a new generation. Now, fast forward today, it's like 90% of reservations are online. You, know, you, you don't even speak to anybody, if not more than that. So it's, you know, but my goal for Comparit is the exact same thing, but on a management contract. So Will, imagine waking up in the, uh, you know, the early morning hours, you go to your laptop, you get your cup of coffee, and you've got three, three new management contracts signed. You never spoke to anybody. And what we're doing is we're, you know, we've had this shift, I guess, and the internet was a big part of this, but the kind of that sales process in the old days, like you used to have to talk to somebody and vet out your information. And it's, it's called like information asymmetry. The seller always had all the information. The buyer never had any information, but that's being flipped now where now the buyer has all this information and they can, they can do their due diligence before they even reach out. So if you look at the sales cycle, of, a, of any kind of product nowadays, much of that research is being done online before even like reaching out to the, the salesperson or the company. And I feel like homeowner acquisition is like the last piece of this, you know, where you have to like, there's no, there's very little information that's being delivered to the potential homeowner, um, you know, where they can get to gather this information. So they have to sit there, they have to pick up the phone, they have to, or they have to go to the uh, website and they have to respond and they have to like fill out a form or do it. And then we know by, after secret shopping this, and I've talked about this before, but when we, we did, we secret shopped hundred management companies, we inquired about property management services and they only picked up the phone 34% of the time, you know, and then, so then you had to leave a message and then they had to respond. Well, we know that only 57% of the time did they actually respond. So it's like, mm -hmm. we're making this so challenging and so difficult for you just to get information where all this information should just be, you know, on a website somewhere like compare it and we, you can do that vetting process. So now you go through, you log in, you, you compare the different companies and you say, say, you know what, out of the 20 companies that are in Gulf Shores, Alabama, I want to narrow it down to these two. And then maybe at that point you can talk to them and you can get a little bit more information. But going back to your original questions, long-winded way to get to this, what I would like to have, and I, we're, and again, I'm a little bit more ambitious than my development team, but I want to have an AI sales chatbot. So we're not, I don't, I really don't believe we're that far away from doing this. Where imagine you have this AI sales chatbot. So we've been able to ingest the, um, their property management agreement. One of the, the fields in there is their FAQs. So the 10 FAQs, frequently asked questions. These are the top 10 questions that every vacation rental homeowner should ask, but they don't know what to ask. So what do they ask? What's your commission? It's this race to the bottom. 
So if we can provide this information, if we can provide these FAQs, we can provide all their metrics, we can provide all their reviews, we're giving the power to that homeowner to decide, hey, this is a good solid company. Now imagine you have this little AI sales chatbot that has pulled in all their management agreements, pulled in their FAQs, pulled in their reviews, can answer any question truthfully, accurately. It never calls in sick. It never calls in hungover. You know, and it's 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. It's answering it perfectly. And you can even train it on different sales methods. If you want a consultative approach versus a used car dealer approach, whatever you want, you can train it on the sales model you want. Now this AI sales chatbot is actually selling and signing these contracts for you in the middle of the night while you're sleeping or while you're at dinner or while you're playing with your kids. And like I said, you wake up in the morning, you got three new contracts in your inbox. Now it's still up to you if you want to vet them. If you want to like accept them, you didn't countersign yet. You you can put in part of the process that you get the ability to uh, review. You know the all the properties, make sure they meet your your qualifications. But what a great feeling is that! What's up, slick talkers? Trying to keep things simple here with our sponsors, and it can't get much simpler than this with Safely. Safely is our longtime partner that covers you and makes it so easy that if you have one property or 500 properties that you are protected from all sorts of things from pet damage, intentional actions, theft, bodily injury, and of course, my favorite, stupidity, which happens to the best of us, especially on vacation, is called vacation brain. So when you're traveling and you're checking out for a week or two or however many nights, guess what? We don't make the best decisions and sometimes it just doesn't click upstairs if you know what I'm saying. So Safely will cover everything. And if you check out the link in the show notes, you'll get a special offer and discount with Safely when you let them know that we'll send you over at Slick Talk, the Hospitality Podcast or our podcast network, Hospitality.fm. So make sure you sell them what's up, sign up for Safely today. And guess what? We're back to the episode. That'd be amazing. I, I'm not the type of person. I, I see a lot of content and social media posts around, you know, the tech, the tech side of the the world, right? Where you have to go through this like inquiry form. Then you have to schedule a discovery call. And then from that discovery call, you, they decide if they want to work with you or you work with them. And they don't even tell you the price. And you're like, okay, well, okay, what's going on? And then you have to go through this whole process just to figure out if you want to use the product. Just let them sign I up. I hate that. <laughs> Give me yeah, let them sign. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like make it easy. And, and I hate this, but it's a, it's a true statement. I tell my friends this all the time. And Sometimes they have a hard way with the way I live sometimes because I pick convenience and paying for something mm -hmm. rather than going the long way around because sometimes convenience is more important than yeah. doing the whole due diligence process and you want to be able to get stuff done at a faster pace. And so I think, you know, one conversation, especially from VRMA, and I'm sure you're hearing this with all your inventory clients, is that, you know, I think the the operational tech stack cost is going up and up and up and everyone's kind of increasing the amount of things they have to manage on a software or hardware basis. Now people are putting their softwares and tech on the chopping block more and more often. They're not afraid to cut because obviously this is a thin margin business. If you're able to make it easier for them via comparant to allow contracts to come in while they're sleeping, which is technically making money while they sleep, then that gives less likely for any opportunity for that chopping block to come near, right? And I think more tech companies or more companies on our in our industry should take that approach. Loyalty is becoming less of a thing as more about value and, and price. It comes down to ROI, you know, and and the, the beauty of what we do at Ventory and also Comparant is there is a very high ROI on it. 
I mean, and uh, you know, just in case nobody's heard this before, I'll bore them again. If you have, I apologize, but the, there is not a better lever that you can pull than growing your inventory. It is the most impactful lever. We've actually done studies on this. We've done research on this. It's four to six times the impact of versus like marketing and distribution and revenue management. It's significantly more powerful for you to sign up, to sign up a new property than it is to do revenue management. Now, I'm not saying you don't need to do revenue management. I'm not saying you need to do, you know, marketing and distribution and, you know, OTAs and the marketing strategy. You obviously have to do that stuff. But, you know, pound for pound, the greatest lever that you can pull is inventory acquisition. I mean, just to give you some quick stats, and again, I apologize for boring anybody that's already heard this, but the average property nets about 10% of the gross booking revenue in net profits that fall to the bottom line per year. So if you go out there, Will, and sign up a property doing $75,000 tomorrow, you can assume that you're going to make about $7,500 in net profits. Now, that's just average after asking over 500 companies. That's what we found. Now, the average property stays in a rental program for about 10 years. So 7,500 times 10 is $75,000. So you'll notice a key, you know, that, that was the same number as the gross booking revenue. So fall, assuming you fall within industry averages within net churn and then also net margins, your gross booking revenue is equal to your lifetime value in net profits. So you go out there and sign a property tomorrow, doing 100,000 in gross booking revenue, you can assume that you're going to make about $100,000 in lifetime profits. So if I go out there and will and help you sign up two properties this month or even this year, that's, you know, that doing 75K, that's $150,000 in, in lifetime value and net profits. So let's say inventory costs you, you know, $5,000 this year. I would say that's a pretty decent ROI. A hundred percent good. I said it better myself. And also, I think you and I talked about this behind the scenes, but the one thing property managers today don't really have the time to do is actually market themselves. So usually it's like a, Hey, let's put a post on you know, Instagram or Facebook or do an e email news blast to our past guests to get them to book again. And that's kind of the extent of marketing that really happens in our industry. Now there's some outliers, right? You got the Casa goes and the Cassiolas and the bigger brands that do really well and, and, and know how to market and, and take marketing seriously. But you also now, you know, how often, does a property manager that's, you know, 10 projects deep with a team of cleaners and maintenance people and revenue management, you know, people as well that are able to actually market themselves and what they do and showcase like, hey, this is our standard. This is our brand. This is why we want to work with you. This is like also going to be something super hands off and actually make passive income for the owner because a lot of people try to sell passive, passive income in our industry and sometimes oversell it. But like legit being able to manage themselves. So being able to be a tool that managers can now market themselves better, I think is super important. And I think at the end of the day that to me, from an industry perspective, we could all do better because sometimes I think our industry gets looked at as still the cottage industry. And it's like, no, we've, we've, we've evolved. We've moved on. And you guys are able to showcase that. Yeah. I mean, look, I've been in your shoes. I've been in a vacation manager's shoes. Like you're wearing 18 hats and you know, it's, Inventory acquisition is one of those things that's important, but not urgent. So it never gets done. So unless you have a proactive plan to go out and do it, like it just doesn't, doesn't get done. Or unless you have a person on the team that's doing it, it usually doesn't get done. That's why like, you know, shameless plug hiring inventory, it does work because you've invested in that. You know, we, we, we do it for you in many cases and it gets done. But look, it's again, it's, it's one of those things that just, it doesn't, it doesn't happen. I mean, the average educational manager 
you know, for owner acquisition. Now you have the outliers that kind mm. of best in class, best in breed, where they where they really look at this as a strategic part of their business. But the average ones, I mean, they're lobbing one postcard a year. That's their owner acquisition strategy. And that's mm-hmm. not a, a viable one. If you if you remember from my book, you know, The Vacational Secrets, uh, we talked about a lot that that was one of the big uh, biggest mistakes people made was they said not having a, a kind of a proactive strategy and not actually like just setting aside a certain percentage of your your revenue every year specifically for owner acquisition. Yeah, and that goes into another topic of budgets and how do we set a budget and make sure that you're putting the priority things up front and owner acquisition. I think I you know, I, I respect the operators out there that, you know, hey, I get to a certain property count or portfolio size. I want that's I'm happy at my sweet spot. You cut the bottom half, maybe not bottom half, bottom 20 and then focus on adding, you know, that's- better properties. That that's the, whatever anyone says, I never want to grow more than X properties. I say, well, let me ask you this out of your inventory, you know, you, you know, think of your, just, I want you to envision your bottom 10% of your inventory. Okay. You got them in your head. Yep. All right. Good. Now I want you to think of your top 10% of your inventory. You got that in your head. All right. What if I could replace those bottom 10 with the top 10 and we still kept you at that same count? Would that be a good thing? And they're like, yeah, I'm like, and we've actually done the math of this. It's like, if you do that over like a three year, four year period. I think you end up like doubling your revenue and you end up like tripling your net profits, but you never increased uh, one property. You know, you just kept that, that same account. That, that to me is uh, the way to do it. Just it's almost like the Jack Welsh bottom, fire the bottom 10% every year. Yeah. Well, it's a lesson my business partner and I have learned over and over. We, we scaled to like 25 and now we're back down to 10 and now we're up to 20 active or 20 soon to be active for 2024 because you have to find that. That one, they, the owner is like a really important key aspect, right? So again, using comparant on our side is going to be super important because we want to make sure we're working with people that we like to work with, not just the property. The property is great if it makes money, but if the owner stops you from making money and doesn't want to make changes and it's causing a bunch of headaches and yeah, it's going to, it's going to be a big bummer. Being able to emotionally detach, you know, depart from the unit count and being able to say how many doors you have at the next conference. And just being okay to say, like, I want to focus on great service, great revenue, or great profit. And I think one thing that we do, and you know this, Steve Trover talks about this all the time, is, you know, entrepreneurs, we get in our own way sometimes. We don't let the team do their thing, or we have to be in control and do all this stuff and actually let someone come in and and manage this side of things because that's what it takes to really really run a a business instead of a, a hobby or a hustle. You, you mentioned AI, and I don't think we could do a podcast without you know saying the word AI anymore. So I'm curious, Brooke, just from your guys' perspective with Comparant, how do you guys you know see the approach of AI being kind of, again, maybe being that tool that's leveraged for property managers to, to earn more freedom in their business, to make money while they sleep, but not lose that human touch aspect? I would love to. to yeah, I mean, look, it's a, it's a, it's a balance, and you know, we'll obviously have the ability to, you know, throttle it. Maybe it only answers a basic couple questions, you know, based on that information. And if it, you know, once they get to a certain point, it can pass it off to a, a rep on the team because you probably want to do that. But I'm just, I'm just, obviously, I'm thinking way into the future. What does this look like? Where I, you know, again, ideally, it's like everything's been done in advance. But I really believe that that will be the case uh, at a certain point where you'll wake up in the morning and you have a couple of new signed contracts in your inbox. Um, now we're ways from that, you know, and I think there's other things that we can do with really, for me, it's the, the homeowner reviews and gathering those homeowner reviews are probably one of the most the, the mission critical parts of this business model. 
like really getting authentic, legitimate reviews. Um, now, if it's fraudulent, you know, you got a competitor and we've got a whole verification process. If you're, one of your competitors goes in there and logs in and, you know, you know, leaves a bad review, we're going to flag that. We're going to pull that down. But we're not pulling down bad reviews, you know, because it has to be authentic. I've, I've actually heard studies that show like 4.7 stars, 4.8 stars actually has uh, does polls better and trust has a better trust score than five stars because people don't believe if it's a true five star because nobody has purely five stars. So we will have that part of it. But I think what will happen is really the reviews. I think being able to leverage AI to kind of ingest all those reviews and kind of uh, imagine if you have a property manager that's got hundreds of reviews over over years to be able to kind of uh, summarize those, I think would be very beneficial for a homeowner. So rather than literally going through and reading every single review, now they have the ability to do that. But if they just want a summary of it, like the top pros or the top cons, although property manager, you can do that leveraging AI. That's one example. And obviously then the AI sales chatbot. And I'm sure there's going to be numerous other ways. I mean, I eventually see too where possibly, I mean, imagine logging in and rather than going and picking the market and going through and, you know, comparing all the different management companies, what if you just went in and you just typed in what you were looking for? You'd explained a little bit about who you were explain where your property uh, was located, what was important to you. And it said, you know, based on what you just told us, we recommend these three companies. You know, we'd recommend mm -hmm. kind of starting there. I think we're not too far off uh, from a situation like that either, where you have this like almost like this, it's like a trusted advisor that's guiding you and coaching you on the kind of which is the, the best management company. But obviously that's going to take into a lot, account a lot of different things. It's going to take into account all their metrics. It's going to take into account how long they've been in business, taking into account all their reviews. I, I think that's, we're not too far off from that from a, from an AI perspective. Uh, I don't disagree with you at all. You, you have the data. So now it's just getting the, 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 the autonomous matchmaking that actually happened, right? Like that's, that's what you need. I love and it. So Brooke, we're not doing I, I anything. We're not doing anything. Nobody else has ever done. I mean, this is like, I think I've said before, this has been done in every other vertical and it's been highly successful. Again, it just, it really surprised me. Nobody's ever done this in this, in this space. And, you know, we're positioned better than anybody, I think, in the, the planet to make it happen. And I'd be kicking myself in the tail if I woke up one morning and somebody else launched, you know, something like this. And what I love about this last, and I'll just kind of end with this, Will, and let you go from there. But this brings transparency to the entire process. Like, we were actually going to make our logo at one point. We thought about making it a big spotlight because that's what we're doing. We're shining the light into dark places. And we're shining a light into different areas. And I, look, I know there's going to be a lot of property managers that don't like me because I'm shining a light on their 3.2 stars, you know, and all their negative reviews. But you know what? Like, that's not my fault. That's their fault. <laughs> and this information is out there. We're just kind of showing it, pushing it into one place. Um, and I think in the end, this elevates the entire industry. And I think it not only does it elevate the entire industry, but it levels the playing field. I'll give you a perfect example. We've got a partner, Stephen, down at uh, Myrtle Beach Destinations. On Myrtle Beach. He's been in business for one year. He signed up with Ventura a year ago. He's grown to 52 properties already. And it's great. I saw him at VRMA. I actually met him for the first time in person. We had a great chat. And he's like, and he was talking to somebody else and kind of give a recommendation of us. And he's like, if you just follow the playbook, it works. Like you just, I just followed the playbook and it, it worked. But my whole point of this is he's got like 4.9 stars on Airbnb, 4.9 stars on Verbo. He's got, he's already gathered like five or six reviews from his homeowners on comparing. Now this guy, I mean, he's got a kick ass business and, but nobody's ever heard of the guy. He's only been in business for a year. You know, he's a former air force pilot and like, but now compare it, he's going to shine to the top. 
because he's a really good BK struggle manager. And like I said, this levels the playing field. This isn't going to just be the old guard, the people that have been around for 30 or 40 years doing this, but this is going to allow the Stevens, you know, that's been in business for a year to compete with the, the company that's been in business for 20 and 30 years. So I'm sure I'm going to upset some people, but in the end, like I said, I think it elevates the entire industry and I think it shines a light on the best property managers to let the best property managers win. I couldn't have said it better myself, but I'm just going to say on top of that, I'm just glad it's not a, a digital badge to showcase trust. And it's actually going to show real information instead of a, a, a bot badge. So, you know, hats off to you guys on, on it, because I think, you know, it's a, again, there's, it's a surprise that no one's done it, but I'm thankful it's you guys because it makes sense. And the data obviously is going to back that up for the listeners listening to the podcast. They're already big fans of Vintory. Where can they go? What can they do? What's the call to action for, for yeah. getting a uh, comparant in, in their wheelhouse? Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for asking. So it's real simple. Just go to comparant.com. So kind of like compare and rent mash together. Yeah. Claim your free listing it is 100% for free that you can claim your listing. You can start gathering homeowner reviews. We will always have a free option like that. Uh, and again, eventually we'll add some bells and whistles on top of it. We'll be able to upsell maybe like premium listings and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, anybody can go in there, claim your listing again, it's free. And I would suggest doing it because a lot of your competitors have already done it and you'll be sorted towards the bottom. So do that, claim your listing and then start gathering homeowner reviews, uh, push those reviews out to your owners and, and start gathering them. And, and eventually we are going to do some, some badges and some awards, you know, top property, top big East Royal managers by market, top big East Royal managers, you know, per the year. So obviously, you know, that's a nice trust signal if you want to use that in your marketing. So go ahead and claim that listing ASAP. A data-backed trust signal. See, I, I'm very picky on on trust signals and the data-backed ones are the ones to actually pay attention to. So I love that. I love it so much. Well, thanks, Brooke, so much for sharing this with me, not only myself, but the audience as well that listens every week. We, we love working with you. We love hearing what you're doing. So this is really exciting and Really uh, glad that you got to share it here on the episode. Yes, and I'll fully expect that five-timers jacket next time. Hey, five-timers plus, 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 however many episodes we have until the next one. All right, thanks, awesome. Will. Thank you. All right, Slick Talkers, you know the deal. Go to the show notes, like, and subscribe, all things Comparant and Vintory. And of course, like always, we are going to see you guys again next week. Thank you so much for listening and thank you to our show partners for making Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast possible. We hope you enjoyed the show and we would love to connect with you outside of the podcast. So you can follow us on all of our social media channels for daily hospitality content or find us on slicktalkthepodcast.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. I'm your host, Will Slickers, and we will see you guys all again next week. What's up, Slick Talkers? This episode is brought to you by my friends and first-time-ever podcast sponsors and partners at Hostfully. Now, I'm trying to make things as simple as possible because I know the simpler it is for you, the simpler it is for me, and the simpler it is for your business. So with Hostfully, you can know that when you sign up with them, that you'll have the best channel integrations like Airbnb, Verbo, and Booking.com, the best integration marketplace, aka the marketplace where you find all your other tech vendors and partners like Minute and Safely, other sponsors of the show, where you can seamlessly integrate them into your Hostfully platform. 
And of course, other amazing best-in-class features like Hostly's mobile app where you can take literally every action and every piece of Hostly on the go with you, whether you have your computer or not. You can just have it on your mobile device and as long as you have Wi-Fi or service, you're able to operate your business with ease. So grab my link in the show notes and you'll save money on their property management platform and of course, their amazing digital guidebooks.